0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Bare Minimum Babe. My name is Amanda Cunningham and I am the founder and host of this podcast, obviously. So this episode is coming out on July 4th of 2023. And because of that and my scheduling and needing to drive my daughter to sleepaway camp and things like that, I'm recording this on a Friday. And because of the inconvenience that that was for me. I thought about not recording anything because in my mind I was like, well, it's a holiday in America and where most of my listeners are. No one's gonna be listening to this on July fourth, so no one's gonna notice if I put anything out on Tuesday, you know, that week or not. Doesn't matter. Uh I could maybe just record too, backdate it, but if I'm honest with myself, I probably wouldn't. Um, because I would just use it for the next one. It didn't, it didn't matter. If I didn't do it, then it, it's fine. you know. I'm holding myself accountable. And if no one's there, then that's the accountability. I'm just doing it or I'm not. That's kind of the consequence. I just do it or don't. And so I thought about, like I said, not recording it. Because what does it matter? It's a holiday, whatever. But I had to stop that kind of thinking basically and sit down and record something you know I was in the gym this morning being like oh, I have to record something and I don't know what I'm gonna say and like does it even matter because it's a holiday next week when it's supposed to come out who cares like what is it what does it matter uh I could I have I don't know what to say whatever who cares right but I was like this is me talking to me obviously <laughs> I was while I was there like in between sets and like on the treadmill or whatever was like you know it doesn't Matter. It's I have to think long term. If I plan on doing this longer than I don't know a year or two at least, then it doesn't matter the date it originally came out because people are wanting to consume that content regardless of the timing of it. And if they're listening to it and I don't know August twenty fifth, twenty twenty five, then me not having an episode that week on July fourth because it was a holiday that week doesn't they don't care like two years into the future because it's not a July 4th for them so that's just an episode that's non-existent that they can't listen to so I'm limiting episodes and content that someone could listen to that they might want to listen to because the time was irrelevant and I'm sharing this to say I'm sharing this for hopefully obvious reasons in the sense of I had to kind of sit there and force myself to be like you need to think this is how I talk to myself, Amanda. This is a long-term situation. It doesn't matter if next week is a holiday. The content will be there in however long it's going to be up there. Because once you put something on your internet on the internet, it's just kind of up there unless you like manually take it down. And a lot of times, sometimes you can't depending on where you put it up. This I could manually take down because I'm like quote owning the how it's distributed and things like that. But once it's up there, it's up there, and it doesn't matter what the date was originally. I need to think long term and think, well, that's an epi- that's another piece of content, another episode that someone could listen to to be engrossed in the show. And what happens if they're running out of episodes and an episode that I could have recorded and put out on that July 4th, that could have been the episode that they needed to hear or they wanted to hear or they didn't know that they needed to hear or whatever the reason or what the thing is. I don't know the things that I'm saying or talking about or feeling or going through or whatever and sharing I don't know what's going to be impactful to somebody else. I don't know what's going to land. I don't know what's going to hit. I have like guesses based on the things that resonate for me and things that I've gotten feedback on and things like that, but I don't know. And so anything that I might say might resonate, which I joked to my daughter this morning because she wasn't listening. I was like, are you listening to me? No. You know, I said some really important stuff and she was like, I doubt it. No, it was a joke because I wasn't. I was making a joke about I think my leg hurt. She was like, I doubt you were. It's like, you know what? I could have been something really important. I could have said I'm giving you a hundred dollars. She was like, You didn't though. I was like, I could have. And if you hadn't you hadn't paid attention, I wouldn't give you the hundred dollars. Anyways, I digress because I'm saying that to say I don't know sometimes what's important to somebody else. Like I know what I think is important but you don't know something that you're doing or saying or the way you're acting or whatever, you don't know how that's going to land on somebody. So you have to kind of think long term and think like, well, how would I want to have this and consume this content or want to react to this or want to hear or whatever it is. And so I'm, I made like quick notes. So I didn't, I kept on to the point of this theme that I wanted to do that because I want to remember this specific point is that when I was saying like, okay, I need to think long term I've talked about this podcast a couple of times before, but I listened to Awesome with Allison quite a bit. Um, I've binged through most of the episodes and I think she started the podcast back in either 2015 or 2016. And like I said, when I'm recording this right now, it's 2023. So she's been doing this for like, I guess like seven or eight years now at this point, I'm not sure the exact time. So she's been putting episodes out for the like seven or eight years now. And so she's got like, I don't know, 300 episodes, I think. And I'm now to the point where I'm going back to all the original episodes, like the earlier episodes, because I've already consumed all the most recent episodes for the most part, that seemed interesting. And then like once i am done those, I'll go back and do the other ones because I like her content, right? And so she'll like randomly sometimes talk about how like, I know you guys haven't heard from me in a couple of weeks and I've been blah, blah, blah. I'm listening six years later. And sometimes with these episodes when she's talking about that and I didn't miss any episodes at all because I wasn't listening six years ago. And so she'll say, you know, like, sorry, you guys haven't seen, or, you know, heard from me. And I took a break. And like one time she took a break. I think she talked about this. She'd get like hit by a car or something like that. And so she took like a year break cause she was obviously dealing with stuff. So she was talking about how she took a year break, but I didn't notice that. And I didn't know the time. I, I didn't look at the date until she said that. And I was like, Oh, I guess there was a year gap. I didn't even notice. So that was theoretically, she releases on a weekly schedule. This is an example, but that's like 52 ish episodes that she could have put out that she was then missing, that I didn't even know were missing until she said something. And so me saying this is basically saying, like, you need to think long term. So she never still stopped. And so me sitting down, to think about like at the gym, when I was thinking about like, do I feel like recording an episode? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's a holiday, whatever. No one's going to listen. It's, you know, they're going to be driving vacation, whatever. I had to like, I thought of that specific example when I was listening to her podcast and she'll do it a couple of times because she struggles with mental health and she talks about this in the podcast. And so sometimes she'll skip a couple of weeks and sometimes, you know, she'll go dormant for like a month. And you know, the last episode I think she put out as of today was like, a month or two ago. And so I have, I've been, you know, going to the back older episodes that I haven't listened to yet. And I'm, I'm not at all saying that she still needs to like be pumping out content. My point is like, because it's been there for seven to eight years and she's been doing it for consistently ish, that there is still tons of backlog for me to do. So if I want to continue doing this for another seven to eight years or whatever, then those types of periods are important of making sure I have content, even because it's the holiday, because six years from now, no one's going to care that it was a July 4th, six years ago. And that's why I didn't put a content on They'll just know that there's an episode, maybe that they did that an episode missing in the sense of like, oh, I wish I had more content from her. They won't know like, oh, it looks like she didn't put a, you know, an episode. They're not going to look at their calendar and be like, oh, she didn't put an episode out on July 4th. She must not want to put it out for a holiday. No, they'll just be like, oh, I ran out of episodes. Let me just go to something else. Or maybe they'll re-listen. I don't know what people do. I typically just... I go to my saved like fave podcast or just go to a different thing. Or I've been like downloading a lot of, um, audiobooks lately on Libby, which I talked about last episode, but, um, <clears throat> excuse me anyways. But the point is that it didn't matter to me the timing, this goes with anything you're creating. The, the timing didn't matter to me. And so I feel like sometimes this is not like a side related thing right now, but myself included, I'm worried about a lot of times the timing of things in like, how much time something will take, or, you know, is this the right time to be doing this? Or like, if it takes me, I don't know, three years to do something like, and I'm do- just starting it off now, it's just like feels forever until it's going to do something, you know? And it's like a, you got to think long-term situation because you starting at the start is going to be completely different like three years from now. So that start is going to seem like forever ago. Whereas right now the finish line seems like forever until you get there. Hopefully that made sense. Cause I was also thinking this in the relationship of the gym. I was at the gym, obviously I keep talking about it, but there's a lot of new faces. It's summer. It's June right now, obviously. And there's a lot of new faces at the gym. And i I've talked about this many episodes. I don't think I've brought it up super recently before, but, um, I go to the gym every Monday through Friday, except sometimes we skip uh, a couple of days here and there, but Monday through Friday, my husband and I go to the gym together. And so that's pretty much the same kind of rotation of familiar faces. Cause you, you know, you get, in a, it's mostly routine situation, like working out and that type of thing is a routine situation. So you see the same group of people every single day, pretty much. And like when someone's not there, you're like, Oh, I wonder what happened to, I don't know. We we make, we have like names for them. I wonder what happened to highlighter, Butt, like this one guy, <laughs> like really bright, uh, short, short pants. So we called them highlighter bud it's like a highlighter. Obviously, we're not the cleverest group right here. But we, you know, we would be like, "What happened to them?" Because you notice when someone's out of their routine or like maybe missing or whatever. So I know that you, we notice when there's newer people. So there's been an influx of newer people because summer, obviously. And so there's like quote, get that summer body. And at this point, not to be like rude, it's too late. It's June. So someone signing up to get a summer body mid-June, it's too late unless you're like puking and not eating and just working out like a fiend, which is not healthy. Like you're not going to lose probably the weight and get the look that you wanted to because you should have started at least two months ago to build up that stamina to get that to get your muscles time to look a certain way. Like, you started too late. And I'm saying too late in the sense of, like, the timing that you're wanting it for summer, that's too late. Obviously, you can start it any time you want. There's no too late situation. But for a summer body to start a membership in mid-June for summer is too late. You should have been working out in, like I don't know, March and April at the very minimum to kind of build that up. And I'm saying that's related because it's really long-term thinking and, like, planning it out and realizing that, like, you can't instantly – do something you have to like think long term and think things back in the sense of like if I want a good quote good summer body which is kind of silly I'm not trying to like belittle people who think that but it's, it's kind of silly you know like it's it's you should just want to be healthy and like whatever your body looks like in summer it's just what it looks like you know but like to try to race to get a summer body in June or even May is late right we saw a bunch of people coming in in May and now it's getting a lot but I see them at the gym and you can I can tell that they haven't they don't really work out, which again, I'm not judging, but the point is I know why they're probably here now and how they look currently in the rate also what they're working out and kind of the effort they're exerting. They will not get probably the outcome that they're probably wanting and like the quote summer body that like commercials talk about because they weren't thinking long-term and thinking like, oh, this takes time. This doesn't just happen within two weeks. It doesn't. And I'm saying this also from experience because I, at this point, it's been almost four months that I've been at my full-time job. Um, but it's been a readjustment period. And I've talked about this in a couple episodes before. Um, and I wasn't used to, it was also kind of stressful because I was readjusting to things and I've never been a supervisor before. And I had more responsibility and all these things and my daughter's uh, spring sports and blah, 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 blah. So all this stuff combined meant I wasn't eating like I normally was. And I was sitting more at my desk and I was probably, I think I was snacking more, um, because I was at my desk and I was just kind of like you know, I guess anxiety and breaking type of thing. Like I'm just like, Oh, I'm going to eat this, whatever. And it wasn't even unhealthy stuff that I was eating. I was just eating more calories than was necessary. So it wasn't like I was consuming potato chips. It was like, Oh, I'm going to eat a protein bar, which are high calorie. I'm going to eat a half a protein bar like at this time and then the other half at this time, when really I didn't actually need it. I was just kind of bored and looking for a transition. And I thought maybe I could prevent the hunger, but I wasn't actually hungry. And so things like that kept happening where I'd get like more coffees from Starbucks or whatever, because I was like trying to motivate myself to get through the anxiety of feeling overwhelmed and readjusting. Right. And slowly I realized within that three and a half, four months at this point, um, it doesn't matter. I'll just share my weight. So I, two years ago, when I had first started lifting and like was getting into it, whatever, I did like this body scan situation and I weighed 141 and had like very low body fat. This was like a weird time, anyways, though, too. I was also going through some stuff mentally. And also, when I first started lifting, my like the first place the fat went was my boobs. And so I had been like a big, I'm like full on sharing, but I'd been like a full C, kind of like small D for like the majority of my life. And they got really huge when I had my daughter. Anyways, I'd been that kind of size my whole life. And that was kind of like my, it wasn't my identity, but it was kind of like all of a sudden if you were really tall and then your like legs got chopped off or something and then you were like, I don't know, six inches shorter, it's a completely different view of yourself. And so like when women have breast cancer and they have a mastectomy, when they have men, then they start going through something with identity issues. Like this is kind of what this is that's like kind of dramatic and like a weird dramatic comparison, but it's something, the point is like, it's not shallow. It's just how you're identifying and kind of see yourself in the mirror every day. And all of a sudden that's just kind of not there. And you're like, well, well, what am I now? Right. And so me saying that is like, I had this body scan, whatever I weighed 141, I had very low body fat. And I was like, Oh, that's awesome. Like I even took a picture. Cause I was like, Oh, I was like, it was the first time in my life. I was like actually healthily working out and like trying and getting strength training and blah, blah, blah. Whatever. And so that was kind of like an anomaly where I was like, oh, wow, that's really interesting. The lowest I had been was like 135 a couple of years ago when I was like full on working out to try to fight my depression. And that was like not I looked skinny, but like not the best that I would have want to look like I look better now. But the point of me saying that is like fast forward. It's now two years later that I've been lifting, blah, blah, blah. And then after that, um, after that, I was averaging around like 145 to like 148, depending on like how much I ate and if I had my period or whatever it was. And then I really wasn't weighing myself because my husband moved the scale downstairs because he was like shipping some stuff on eBay. So he moved the scale downstairs. And so I just didn't think to weigh myself. And I slowly was noticing over the last three and a half, four months of me working the job. And then it was like, again, eating at my desk a little bit more than I needed to. And then also my daughter's spring sports where we were like either eating at four o'clock before the thing started and we had to drive, or we were eating when we came back at like 839 and then pretty much going to bed. And that was part of it too, is I was, we were doing lots of eating right before bed and basically like hibernating to kind of stack that fat on. So it was a combination of things. It was just like a weird situation the last three and a half, four months. But anyways, during that time, I was weighing around. I realized I was like, like when I bent over, there was like more pudginess in my belly than I was, had been used to the past two years. And like, just kind of my clothes were fitting slightly tighter. Like it wasn't uncomfortable, but I was like, I don't remember this fit. You know, I'd actually try to put my pants on like little things like that here and there that I was like, I think I've gained weight. Crap. Like it, this is like, it didn't bother me at first. And then it slowly did. Cause it was starting to get like kind of pudgier and worse. And I was like, Oh, I think I'm gaining weight. I don't think I like this. And so when I finally weighed myself at the gym, I was laying at 155, which is not at all like a big deal. And I still, I was still slender. It was just compared, like I had my clothes were a certain size, and everything was a certain size. And I'd been used to a certain thing. And I didn't like how like when I turn in certain things, I had like certain backpack. Like it was just like whatever. And I wasn't a fan. And so the whole point of me saying this is that I realized it. And I was like, okay, I want to get this off, but I want to do it in a healthy way. Cause I don't, I hate dieting or, you know, I hate doing that. and I don't feel like doing extra stuff. All right. What am I doing? So her sports had already ended. So I'm like, okay, I don't have to, we don't have to eat at like eight 9 o'clock anymore. Cool. That'll save me a little bit. And then, okay, let me see where I'm snacking, whatever. And then I talked to my husband, my husband did the exact, exact thing. He slightly put some weight on too, because of our eating patterns with my daughter's sports. And so he was like all on board. I was like, okay, cool. And so we kind of slightly made adjustments. And other thing is that I stopped doing cardio in the gym because I freaking hate running on the treadmill. I hate it. And I hate other cardio. I hate other cardio stuff too. And I just stopped doing it because I was like, I don't feel like doing this. I'm fine. And then I was like, I think the main difference looking at it when I was like a certain size versus now, I was like, the main thing that I stopped doing, I think, in addition to the eating stuff was I stopped doing cardio. And I think because I stopped doing cardio, it made, it, it took away the extra kind of like metabolism boost and like kind of the burn after burn and things like that. It took that away. So even if I were, if I wanted to eat a couple extra snacks, I couldn't do that without gaining weight because I wasn't having that afterburn from the cardio. So if I even just simply put the cardio back in three times a week after I lift, just start doing on the treadmill for like, I don't know, a mile and a half, that will make a difference. And I'm telling this entirely long story about my quote health situation because I've now been doing that for like three weeks. And because it was like a slow situation, again, I didn't drastically change anything. I just added cardio. I've been, we've been watching more of what we eat and adding more healthier things into our diet. Like our dinners have been slightly more healthy. And like I said, the main thing is cardio. And that change now over three weeks, I weighed myself this morning, is I've now lost uh, I think it was three pounds. I was coming in at like one fifty one. So within a course of like two and a half, three weeks, I've lost about a pound, a pound and a half each week. And that's kind of my i'm I'm sharing that story to say like that's kind of a long term situation. Like I wouldn't have drastically gone back to one forty one having been right now well, three weeks ago like one fifty five. I wouldn't have been able to lose fifteen pounds within a month even without, I mean, you could, depending on how big you are, it's kind of harder when you're smaller because you only have like a little bit to play with. So you have to take much more drastic measures. So if I wanted to lose that 15 pounds within a month to get my quote summer body by July that I wanted, I would have had to take drastic measures to do it. Like unhealthy measures, like I might faint situation measures versus like me being like, oh, I don't like this. I prefer not to have this. Like, let me just rein back and add some stuff take out some other stuff, just be cognizant of what I'm doing, et cetera. Within the course of, I think it's been like two and a half, three weeks since that's, I kind of had that like, okay, I'm actually going to do something and do something about the thing that's bothering me. I've lost, you know, three pounds, which again, isn't that much, but like one and a half pounds a week is pretty long-term, like, you know, I can sustain. And so my point in saying that is like, I recognize because I've done it that I can do it, but it's going to take time. And so the long term thinking of like I'm, I'm saying the gym correlating with the you know podcast, putting things out with the holidays is that I can't it doesn't make sense. Like using the same analogy, like if I wanted to have lots of content for you to listen to, I could just mass record a ton of episodes and just release them like just mass like dump them and then you have it all. But then I would be like burnt out and I couldn't keep doing more episodes, probably, right? That's like with a lot of things in the news with like the YouTubers who are constantly pumping out content. I saw an article the other day that my daughter, the one that my daughter watches, he does like pranks or something. I don't remember his name. He was was talking about how he has like a panic attack every other week because of how much content he's putting out. And I'm like, dude, why are you doing that then? What are you doing? You know, I mean, you can do it for a little while, but you can't sustain it. And so my point is that You know, the long term thinking, even like today, I'm not quite motivated to put a new episode out, just like I wasn't, you know, a few weeks ago when I was like, I don't feel like I have anything to say, but I want to make sure that I still put something out because I'm thinking long term of like, well, if I want to do this for like five years or whatever amount of time, I can't just only do it when I feel like doing it or like inspired to do it or if I have a guest episodes because I feel compelled, like I, I need to put it out because I took their time to take the episode and like, I liked the content, I had a good time, whatever. That can't be the only times. I mean, it can be, right? You can do whatever you want, but that's not what I want to do. And so I can't just do things when I want to do them. You have to still have to show up. You know, like I never want to do laundry. I never want to clean the dishes. Nobody's like, oh my gosh, let's clean the dishes. Like, I don't feel like that, right? Nobody really gets hype for certain life activities. And if they do, sometimes they're not all the time. Like I'm not hyped to go to the gym all the time. Like this entire week, I didn't feel like going. But because of what I'm kind of struggling with, and that was another thing, is I, often, I, I was skipping more often during that three and a half, four months because I was tired from going to bed so late and like the overwhelm during the day. So I was more likely to skip during that time period. So I was like, this is what also was contributing. So I need to go because I wasn't skipping before, like I am now. I need to put that, I need to stop doing that because that's not giving me the outcome that I want. And that might be kind of like the, the moral of all of this is like the outcome, like thinking about the outcome you want and kind of like working backwards. And that's kind of goal setting, but in this scenario, I'm not thinking of it that way. It's more just like, well, the outcome that I would want is someone to be like binging my podcast the way that I binge Awesome with Allison. And in order to do that, She's been doing it, like I said, for seven to eight years. So in order for me, someone to do that for my stuff, I need to keep going for however long that means that I want to keep going. And I can't just like release an episode every quarter. I can't have like four episodes a year. That's not, you can't really binge that. That's kind of like a weird season situation. No, it means that in order for someone to binge my content and really love the content that I'm putting out and, you know, like me and anything that I want to grow, I need to consistently be putting stuff out theoretically probably at least on a weekly basis, because that's what will build the content to the point that I could have some type of that large of a a catalog. Right. And so, and again, like going back to the gym situation, it's more just like, if you know you want a goal, you need to think about kind of the time it takes to get to that thing. You can't expect instant results. And I struggle with this too. And the only reason I know like fitness isn't an instant result is because I've been doing it now for like two and a half, three years And by doing it, I mean like lifting and things like that. I've been generally alive, living my life. (laughs) So I know like general like fitness and weight gain things like, oh, obviously if I eat too many like potato chips and french fries, like I'm going to probably gain a little weight unless I counterbalance. But like in the last two and a half, three years, I've come to understand a little bit more like even just tiny changes can really make a difference. Like me just cutting cardio created a difference. It created less food I was allowed to eat. And by allowed, it means like for me maintaining what I want to maintain, it meant I couldn't eat as much as I wanted to, or like I, I couldn't, I don't have the cocktail that was basically just empty calories on a Saturday and feel good about it because I knew that I was going to add in place on my belly that I didn't want it to. And so like the people, like I said, there's no, I hope there's not, this isn't coming across as judgment. I have no judgment for any of these people. So it might just, cause they might just have lack of knowledge. So they don't know. And you know, even the people that are there that you know, I haven't seen them before and I'm assuming based on the timing and me never seeing them before and kind of them not knowing they don't see, like you can tell when someone knows what they're doing, they don't seem to know what they're doing. A lot of them. I don't think it's on purpose. I think it's lack of knowledge. Like, I don't think it's, I think it's just ignorance and not knowing. And I feel no judgment for that. So again, I hope this isn't coming across as judgmental. It's more just kind of like, if you want to get something by a certain time, I mean, you can't always trust in that timing and be like, this will happen by July like you can't do that, but you can say by this, I don't know, vacation or whatever, I do want to have lost, I don't know, 20 pounds and to look this certain way. And you can't really control where your body loses weight and fat really. Cause I was making the joke to my husband, like, I just hate the way that my genes pack on weight. My genetics are just weird. They don't put it in, my genes don't put it in like quote feminine places. It mostly goes to my belly. And so I just don't like it. If it went to my hips or my thighs, I wouldn't mind it as much as mostly my belly. So my point is like... <laughs> I want to lose more weight in my belly, but I can't control that. And even if I did crunches, that's not how that works. It's just building the muscle underneath the fat. My body is going to control where I lose the fat. I don't have any actual control over that. And so if you, if I wanted to do that, I have to overall think about my weight loss. And so I need to then be like, this was, again, my thing wasn't for summer. This is just me generally realizing my jeans were slightly tighter than I wanted. Things were just fitting slightly different. I didn't really like it. Um, on the plus side, my boobs get, did get slightly back to their more normal levels. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. Um, the point is that long-term thinking, you got to kind of think backwards of like, how would I get myself there? So like, again, for that summer body, like starting June 15th is not going to get you where you need to get within a month like if you have like 20 pounds or whatever it is, even just toning, because toning takes time. If you have no weight that you want to lose and you want to tone or whatever it is, you will not get there within a month. Like I promise you, that's just not how the body works. Like your time, your body needs time to build those muscles. And so I'm just using an example. But again, for like me not wanting to put an episode up on July 4th, the timing didn't matter because my end goal is like I said, how I said with the um, Awesome with Allison content, I want someone to be able to like really fall in love with my content and be able to listen to episodes like six years later and I'm still putting stuff out. But I can't do that if I just kind of only show up if I want to, you know? And again, it's my podcast. No one's holding me accountable to me. So I can do literally whatever I want. But I do know people listen to it on a weekly basis because I have the stats and all the download information. So I do know people listen to it during the week when it comes out live. And even when I put an episode out live, Sometimes they don't listen to that episode that I put out that week. It just reminds them like, oh yeah, I didn't catch up on like two weeks ago. So there's always like other shows being downloaded, other episodes being downloaded besides the one I put out just that week. Because I built up, I'm building up a catalog. So I'm going to end this episode there. It's just, I guess my main thing is like me telling myself this and then you as well in case this is helpful is that it's the long-term thinking can't be... Can't like you can't long-term have goals and have those goals completed and reached. And if you're doing short-term thinking and you're listening to your short-term feelings, because when that alarm went off this morning, I was like dead asleep in a dream. For example, I did not want to go to the gym and lift, but I said to myself the night before I'm going to go. And I'd want to keep, I want to keep, I want to lose another, the five, another, I don't know, three pounds that I gained. Um, cause I'm going to give myself the, benefit of the doubt that I've also put on muscles within like the two years and you know whatever so I'm like I don't want to go right back to the 141 I'm fine not being 141 because I was actually surprised at how low it was two years ago so I'm fine being back to what I was even at like hovering at 148 so really I just have like seven pounds to lose total that I want to lose which isn't that much so I've lost three so I need to keep going with what I was doing because I'm losing it as a healthy pace and I'm feel pretty good about it. I don't feel rushed, et cetera. So I need to keep up and go to the gym and do what I said I wanted to do because Amanda next week will be mad at me and upset that I didn't follow through to do the thing that I said I wanted to do. And now Amanda, like, you know, two weeks in the future is back to where she was because I kept skipping and doing the things that had put, like put me in the position I was unhappy with to begin with. So this is obviously very related to the episode of doing things even when you're unmotivated and showing up when you're uninspired and unmotivated. And I'll I'll link that episode in the show notes as well. But um, I hope this episode was helpful in some way. I thought it was helpful for me as I'm like talking to myself basically in the microphone and having this whole little monologue with myself. I found it helpful because I hadn't said aloud kind of my feelings. You just kind of think these things and it helps you that's one of the reasons I kind of like having a podcast. It it helps me put into real action and obviously saying aloud the things that I'm thinking to realize if that's a quote, good thinking problem solving situation that I'm doing or not, because I have to kind of explain my thinking and I have to explain the examples. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. I feel good about what I'm saying. I feel good with that, that logic train that I'm on right now. So like I said, if this was helpful, I really hope this episode was help for you in some way and it didn't come across as like judgmental because that's not at all how I meant it with the gym stuff. I just, it's just an example. I see a lot of times during certain holidays and things like that, there's just influxes of people. And again, I think it's, it just reminds me of that long-term versus short-term thinking and kind of feelings that go into that. Um, but anyways, if you like this episode, I would really appreciate you sharing it with a friend and getting that five star on um, wherever you're listening, but especially, um, Apple and Spotify Apple's like the top podcast platform. So I really appreciate that five star. And if you're on, uh, Apple leaving a review, like typing in like, this was great. I loved it. Thank you so much. So yeah, I think that's it. I will be in your ears next week with a guest, actually, um, Laura Ora. I already scheduled it. <laughs> that was the other thing that I was like, well, I already gave her the graphics and they said episode 45. So if I don't have an episode 44, it's going to be real awkward. So I would notice. I don't think anyone else also notice it with the me thing. But um, yeah, I will be in your ears next week with my guest, Laura Ora. And we talked about kind of the same thing about getting over yourself and just doing stuff anyways. So Yeah. Have a lovely rest of your day and I will be in your ears next week. Bye.